Sightings podcast, where we listen to people's fairy encounters. But take heed, we're not talking about winged tinkerbells here. These are real fairies, real encounters that took people like you and I by surprise. Stay a while and hear their stories. My name is Joe Hickey Hall and I'm a folklore researcher. To support the Modern Fairy Sightings podcast and find extra material, please go to patreon.com forward slash the Modern Fairy Sightings podcast. Thanks. This episode was a lot of fun to record. Sorry about the audio quality, which was recorded as I spoke to our busy guest on her mobile phone. You'll note that while she describes the events that took place, she's still trying to make sense of it herself. That's quite common with fairy sightings. There's not much we can compare these experiences to, and we're completely unprepared. Fairy encounters in traditional folklore don't usually bear much resemblance to actual perceived sightings, and this is why the Modern Fairy Sightings podcast was conceived. It offers an opportunity for people to discuss and share what they've experienced. Hopefully, it helps to know that you're not alone in having these encounters in a modern world where you might feel written off or invalidated as soon as you mention fairies. I hope you enjoy tonight's episode. Thank you again for speaking to me. Have you have you spoken to many people about? I, I your I'm going to be honest. You outside of my friend who witnessed the account, I don't. I have, and my husband and the girls that were there. No one else. No one knows about my my encounter because I, yeah. I I I don't want to tell them because I'm. I, I gotta be honest. I'm already looked upon as a little bit odd in the family, so I don't want to. You know, I don't want to regain. You know, really hold the title of crazy person in the family, you know, like just, uh. I hear you totally. And, um, I feel honored, feel honored that you're, that you're able to share it with me. So you sent me two encounters. So the first one. So, um, I went out back bringing a feeling with me. She was just, uh, she's my friend. She was just a bit behind me, probably, I don't know, like a couple hundred feet back from me. And I looked towards the front and I looked towards the plants in the garage, and we have um, some English ivy growing up the back of the garage. And they sometimes have these little white uh, trumpet flowers. And so I was looking at the trumpet flower, and I was like, oh, that's really pretty. It's growing right behind my plants. And then as I looked at the, as I looked at the flower, I, I, it took me a minute because I'm like, wait, is that a um, praying mantis? Because sometimes we have uh, leaf plants here in Washington State. So I thought, oh, maybe, you know, maybe it's a leaf plant or a mantis. So I'm just going to, you know, chalk it up to one of the bugs. And then I look again and I notice, have you ever played Super Mario Brothers? So they kind of, his little arm motion, is like motion kind of like, look like a super jump kind of. It kind of, it had these, not really brown, but greenishy brown clothes on it. It kind of did this like little super power jump thing and it flew from where I had seen it on the flower up into, into the side of my cedar tree. 
and we have some quite large trees in our yard. So uh-huh. it, it, it shot straight up. And I, I'm like, Celia, did you see that? She goes, well, I saw something fly from the garage to the tree, but I didn't see exactly what it was. And I'm like, okay. And I, I was like, I told her. And she, was, she, didn't, she didn't seem shocked. So I was like, okay, there was something there, clearly, because she saw something. So she wasn't shocked. She was like, oh, well, I saw something. Something flew up there. I'm like, okay. And then the second time, um, that one actually shocked me because I wasn't expecting to see anything. I had come around the kitchen. We were having company over, and I had walked into the kitchen to get a, a utensil for the food. And as I'm coming around the corner, I just turn, and my window is like a 45-degree angle from the corner that I'm turning, and there's a fly strip kind of uh, next to the window. We have flies, so I wanted to catch them in the kitchen. And as I turn the corner, I see my fly strip is like, it looks like somebody is tugging it. And I'm like, what the? And then I look at the end, and I see the same thing I had seen in the garden um, on the fly strip. And he had pulled himself loose and went out the window. And I'm just like, and again, Celia came around the corner right afterwards. I'm like, Celia, you have the worst timing in the universe. I, I really need you to show up like two seconds before all this stuff happens, you know. But it was it was pretty unexpected. And he flew out the window. And I, I haven't seen them in the house anymore. So, like, other than that one time with the fly strip, I think that might have scared whatever it was out of the house, you know. And and I see them in the yard a lot. I, I they, they fly between my rhododendron bush and the trees. So. Wow. Did you say it was the same friend that was behind you? Um. Yes. She was. Yeah. She was, Well, because she's always over at our. She's like my sister. Really, we're always hanging out. Our, so we're we're pretty we're pretty close. So, but it was weird because like I come around the corner. And I was like, "Did you guys see that?" And they're like, "No," but they could see the fly strip with me. They're like, "What the heck happened?" And it wasn't a windy day or anything. And I'm like, "Okay." Mm. Uh, a little person got stuck on the fly strip, and they're just like, "Oh, okay." And nobody, you know, we didn't really make a big deal about it because it was just like. It was so, I was really shocked, and they could see that I was shocked, and I was like, this, that was so weird. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty amazing. And what sort of size was the man? The flowers went about four inches across, so maybe two inches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a little taller, maybe three, but not, not more than three. I mean, it was very, it was small. And that is really small, and, and did it have wings? Yes, and that's what surprised me because um, I, I looked at it on the flower and I thought, oh, that's what made me think it was a bug because it didn't have wings. And as it did the power move to leave, it, it that's when I saw the wings kind of go poop and it flew up into the tree. And that's when I was like, wait, that's not a mantis because they don't fly. Yeah, yeah. So it did have wings. Yes. It did have wings. And that's what was caught on the fly strip as well, I'm pretty I sure. I see. I thought there was something on there. I was like, I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to, I'm like, nope, nothing. You get yeah. that away, so. And there was not, so there was nothing left on the, the fly. No, um, I thought there might be. I was super stressed. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, anything? And I'm like, nope. He got, thankfully he got, I don't want to hurt anybody, but you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Did you know what, what size the wings were in comparison to the body? They were they he, they were much larger than the thing itself. That's what I thought was odd. That it was they were quite long. I'd say down to his feet, maybe a little past. Oh, okay. And what was he wearing? So you said kind of greeny browny clothes. Greeny brown. It was. I'm trying to think. I I want to say like a. It almost looked like a camouflage, uh-huh. like a mottled gray and or maybe 
brown and green kind of because it, it it fit in with the tree because once he shot to the tree I lost sight of him so. mm. Mm. and where you were living um are you still living there now and had you been living okay. there long yes this is our family home we've uh, our family's been here since 1940 oh amazing oh that's so nice so you grew up there this is my grandparents' home, and then it was my mom and dad's, and now it's ours. Have you spoken to your mom or your grandparents about it? Um, unfortunately, my mother passed away a few years ago, and so did oh. my grandparents. They died quite early, unfortunately. So, yeah. no, it's just me. Yeah, I yeah. Asked, I asked my older sisters that they, you know, they like I said, they kind of tend to think I'm crazy. So <laughs> I don't think they believe in these. But I've asked other people if they've seen things, and... You know, they just like, Meh. you know, I'm sure they, I'm sure they're not as open to it as I am. Mm. So they're probably like, uh, yeah, no, um, I didn't see anything, which, you know, makes sense if they think it's a hallucination. So, mm. so this must have happened. When, when did this happen in the last few years? It was actually, you know, I must say it's been this last year. My yard has gone gangbusters and that's what was another odd thing. I have clover growing everywhere. I mean, like, I've never planted clover in my life in this yard, and I have, like, four-leaf clovers growing, like, in every pot around my uh, yard. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I haven't found any near where I live, but actually I spoke to somebody else um, last week, and they said that four-leaf clovers had been quite a, a sort of dominant feature um, yeah, it was super, I mean, it's crazy because, like, I mean, in my vegetable garden, I mean, they're, I mean, I'm glad they have all the luck, but I'm just like, wow, that's a lot of clover I've never mm. seen around here. It, it's only in the last year that I've noticed, and I think it's because of, um, we have a lot of construction going on in our neighborhood, and we're pretty much one of the last unaltered yards in the neighborhood, so yeah. I think, I think it's just a, like a beacon, you know, like, oh, look, large trees you know, fields, and we have some grass and flowers. So, I mean, if, if you were some sort of native creature that didn't want to get destroyed, this would be a good place to come. Yeah. So, just thinking about um, his clothes, if they were sort of camouflage were there a sort of style that he was wearing in any way? Any hat or anything like that? It looked like just a trouser and a shirt, just a plain, like, T-shirt, like a cotton white T-shirt. Yeah. But it wasn't cotton white. It was a different color. And then, um, I'm trying to think on the head. It looked, it almost looked like a, a bottle, like, a, almost like a bottle cap style. Like a, okay. you know what I mean? Like, it sounds crazy, but it, cause mm. if, I, if I'm thinking of a hat, I'm like, I didn't see, like, a fancy hat. It was just plain. Yeah. Plain yes. Flat. But also the same color. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and could you see him fairly clearly, or was he fuzzy edged? Um, he it, it was pretty clear. That's why I was so shocked when I yeah. saw him because I I was like, wow, wow, when he did that. Because at first, when he had turned, it all it, it was he was still in the flower. It looked like a bug, and then mm-hmm. when he it was like his back was facing me, and then when he turned to the side to almost like leave, I think I might have startled him. I don't think he was expecting me, mm-hmm. and I kind of we looked at each other. That's when he's like boom and just like took off because it was it was pretty weird so you kind of made eye contact for a moment yeah and... it was like i said <laughs> this was it was very that's why i was so mad i was like yeah, where were you and she's like i'm right here and i'm like oh god okay i mean she's used 
so it doesn't surprise her. <laughs> Did he show any emotion in that moment when you um, looked I didn't eyes? See, I, I didn't see anything other than maybe like surprise, like, oh, you know, like, mm. shoot, you know, but mm-hmm. not, not any like, didn't seem angry. I didn't get the feeling of like, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm really empathic. And I didn't get the feeling of anger. I got more like, oh, crap, you know. Like, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So when your friend, because in the first occurrence, uh, your friend saw something fly. Um, and what did they describe they'd seen? She thought it was, she, she said a butterfly or a moth. Because she, it was about that, you know, I said, a, if you were going to pick anything, I'd say a butterfly. But she thought it was a butterfly. I'm like, have you ever seen a butterfly shoot with a straight of, like, I mean, it was yeah. so fast. Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, I've never seen it. I'm like, okay, so mm-hmm. it clearly wasn't a butterfly. Whatever it was, we both agree it went to the tree. So, yeah, that is that is amazing. What was so that they were pretty cool about um, what you'd seen, and um, well, we're 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 pagan here, so we tend yeah. to you know it, it, we tend I tend to be pretty easygoing, so I try not to scare the kids. We do have ghosts, you know, so there's lots of, there's lots going on here. So I, yeah. I try to keep it pretty, like, let's be chill. Cause like I said, there's a lot going on at our house. Yeah, I, I get you. And before this happened, had you believed that you could see a fairy? Welcome to the alchemy of natural healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. This sounds odd, but a, a long time ago when my oldest boy was younger, I had a friend who lived out in the country, and she had claimed to see one, and I was always like, whatever, you're yeah. crazy. You know? And it was funny because I, yeah. it had never happened to me before. So I was, she's like, I swear, I'm like, oh, okay, I, you know, I believe you, wink, wink. And then, like, um, I, what happened to me, I'm like, oh, now I feel so stupid <laughs> because, because, like, it, you can't. You sound crazy no matter what you say. So it's like, okay, I, okay. It's, yes, I, you saw what you saw. You can't unsee it. So mm. I think it, I think sometimes we're not meant to see them, but we just happen upon that one angle of whatever and we can just happen to see through the void that day or, Absolutely. you know, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, what time of day was it when... This was, uh, and it was, see, and this was, uh, it was a bright afternoon. It was very sunny. There was no wind. I mean, it was, that's why I was so shocked. Like, I thought maybe, you know, in the winter time or something, you could just kind of go, oh, it was a bug or, you know, but no, this, it was a bright day. It was springtime. Springtime. Yeah. yeah. The early so summer. The yeah, right about now. It was right about now, actually, about this time, the same time last year. Yeah. Just sounds so funny about the flypaper. So that time, you reckon you like got a proper look at him than the first time? Yeah, he was stuck. He was like, that's why I was like, I was like, I was prepared. I, I, I thought it was a giant bug or a moth, and I, mm-hmm. I was prepared to actually walk over and help. See, that's why 
I was like, okay, here I yeah, come. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get him off. And I get over, and I'm like, oh, that's not him off. And as soon as I said, that's not him off, it just kind of went whoosh out the window. And wow. I'm like, oh, wow. I just, but yeah, yeah, he was definitely, it was the same color clothing. This one was not wearing a hat, though. And it was darker hair than the other one. Oh, so it was a different one. I think so. And that's why yeah. I was, see, and that's, and that's why I, I, I I'm, See my, I wish I could ask my older sister without her judgment, but she just, I, I think they've been here, I, I think they've been here, and I never noticed before. Mm. Like I said, our family's been here a while, so. Mm, mm, undisturbed as well, so they've been undisturbed, which is really nice. What yeah. is on that fly paper, by the way? What is it that attracts the flies? Is it some, Is that like sweet nectar or something? Uh, no, it's sticky. It's just, it's, it's more of a, like, just oops, sticky. he had the bad fortune of getting, uh, you know, touching it, and that's okay. pretty much it. Okay. Um, was there any noise when he went out the window? Um, he, he hit the window, and then he kind of went, like I said, it was, it was <sighs> so fast, I, 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 I just, I was like, oh, no, and he just pushed, and I'm like, okay, okay, that was weird, and everybody, in the, everybody else was in the living room, so he comes around the corner again, and I'm like, damn it, Celia, you messed it again, she's like, what, I'm like, we're stuck on the flypaper, and she's like, who, and I'm like, the same thing I saw in the garden, but this one had darker hair. So that reaction when he saw you this time, what was, what was that reaction? I think this guy didn't even notice me because he was so busy trying to get off that flypaper. He mm. was like, I am stuck. And then he saw me and maybe he was like, oh, crap, I got to get out of here. And, you mm. know, cause he, I, I didn't get any vibe off this one. I think he no. was just in a bad, you know, a panic mode. So well, it I, sounds I like it sounds like he was disturbed in the process of doing something, like when yeah, he came in. I too, and I realized, and then I realized something. I was keeping the honey on my windowsill, which I do not anymore, because apparently that attracts them. So that is I so interesting. Keep the honey away from the windows now, and I haven't had any more incidents. Okay, so. that is a really good tip in that case. Was that local honey as well, or was that just any common or garden honey? Uh, I actually got this from a neighbor. It was from a local beehive. Wow. So that is interesting too. So it kind of was seeped with the local nectar yeah. that they are so familiar with. Oh, yes. that's so and nice, it's so isn't weird it? Because it is, it's so weird because I always thought, I, don't, I didn't think there were fairies in America. So that's why I was like, I, I kind of, I was like at a loss because I was like, Maybe there are, and I just never seen them. Yeah, you know, like I mean, you always hear stories, but it's never from here. It's always from somewhere else. Well, it's funny you say that because um, lots of people have been saying the same. But actually, there are there are lots of reports, and uh, but there's this kind of idea that that it's it's because it's just so tied into kind of folklore, isn't it? Really, the idea of fairies being of, of folklore, and then we think sort of Celtic folklore. We think Ireland, yeah. and we think you know the kind of southwest, like Cornwall in in England, and the folklore is really rich down there. The other thing I would ask as well is, um, firstly, so how far apart were the both events? With do they happen quite close together? Uh, well, they were both in the summer season. I believe the second one was a little more toward August. The first one okay. out in the garden was pretty. It was when all the flowers were starting to bloom and kind like of getting June. warm for that early. So it was earlier yeah. in the summer, and the second sighting was a little later. It was much okay. warmer. It was towards August. Okay. And um, what was going on for you in your life at the time? Was there anything in particular? Well, I had just kind of, I had an epiphany, so I had just become... Um, 
I had just begun practicing outwardly because I was afraid of uh, having our neighbors or people in the community judging me for uh, being pagan. So yeah. I had just come out going, up. Oh, screw it, we're going to do it. I don't care anymore. And so I'm tired of hiding things. So That is so amazing. So And then at that point, um, it's like that's reflected back at you. Like they're not going to hide anymore. You know, making right. yourself know. It's, I think so too. I, I, and then the amount of butterflies is another crazy thing. We never really, I mean, we had butterflies, but mm. the amount of odd butterflies that I've seen, I've never had before in the yard are pretty, pretty awesome yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, thank you so much. There's just so much in this. And I really particularly love the idea that that second one was coming in for the honey. I just think. <laughs> I think he was. Because I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. I'm like, I, I mean, unless he was curious and the window just happened to be open and it was a bad call, got too close. Uh, well, I think that I think it might have been in my, I, I stopped using the fly traps because my sister was like, those are cruel and you're hurting the flies. And I'm like, okay, fine. So mm. not too long after that, I stopped using the flies. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever leave um, offerings out for them or anything like that? Actually, I started to. I, I hadn't, and that's why I realized with the honey in the window, I was like, oh, maybe he wants food, he's hungry. So I've been, anything that the girls drop on the ground, we just kind of check out the windows and we're like, it's all for you guys. And mm-hmm. no cookies. I try to explain to the girls, like, if you have things that are sweet, we keep them out of the windowsills and we don't want them in the house. And my husband's wow. like, he's sound crazy. I have iron bells everywhere, you know, and just. You know, just no, we just want to make sure everybody stays in their lane. So, what do the kids think about it? Well, you know, it's so funny because my my little my middle one and my littlest one they've just grown up with me being this way. So it's not you know what I mean. It's like man power for the course. Mm-hmm. Mom's you know mom saw something in the garden. The older one I think at first was like oh god mom, and now he's more like you know what this is great. I don't feel so odd when I see something weird, and I'm mm. like good. So it just sounds like an amazing place you have there. And oh, you're so lucky to, to have that place in your family. Really appreciate you telling me your story. And it's just fantastic. And I love it. Yeah, anytime. Just give me a call. We're here. Thank you. That was a great share from our guest. Reported sightings of smaller fairies as opposed to three-foot humanoids seem to be more forthcoming these days. I love the real feeling of surprise that comes through in this encounter. Seeing something in front of you, but your brain immediately questioning what you're seeing, then trying to make sense of it afterwards. The fact that our guest later came upon another similar-looking fairy in her kitchen is really wonderful. Her friend comically always seems to just miss these encounters. My thoughts? Maybe she's just not yet quite open to the possibility of seeing a fairy. Yet she feels able to support her friend and validate that there is certainly something not quite right going on. The idea that the fairy was going for the honey really tickles me and in fact it does tie in to quite a lot of stories and traditional fairy folklore and the ongoing customs of offerings. Milk and honey are said to be favourites, along with cake, but use your instinct and 
gift from the heart. I enjoy the idea that these beings became fully seen after our guest made a decision herself to be fully seen. This ties in with the idea that nature, and in fact the universe, reflects back at us on an individual, national and global level. So if that's true, how can we be our best selves? Which parts of ourselves are we still unwilling to show outwardly? If we were to feel at peace with who we truly are, and feel able to reveal that, what might be revealed to us? It's something to think about. I love that our guest is able to share these experiences with her children. This is so precious. We encourage kids to extend their imaginations to all manner of possibilities. Other worlds where Santa and the Tooth Fairy exist, and your toys might come alive while you sleep. But then, at a certain point, society teaches us that part of growing up involves leaving that sense of wonder behind. Any real sense of the other world and the possibility of the existence of other beings is closed down. But in reality, these other worlds exist in nature, in our hearts and souls, and our connection to this marvellous universe about which we know very little. Because our guests' children are open to the existence of fairies, whether or not they've had their own experiences, the important thing is that they know it's okay to be weird and appreciate things that are weird. It's healthy to explore what's true for you, and it's okay that others might not understand. Much love, and always remain curious. If you enjoyed this episode, then please share it with one other person whom you think might enjoy it. Thank you.